Welcome to the West Terrace Audio Walk. On this walk, we'll be exploring the terrace and gardens that run parallel to the west side of the center. To orient yourself, begin on the terrace just outside the back of the center building, facing the mountains. The views from here show the spectacular San Jacinto mountain range rising above the gardens. This is one of the most picturesque sites and best photo opportunities at the center and gardens. To your right is the cafe patio, where guests can relax with coffee, tea, a snack, or light lunch while taking in the breathtaking garden views and listening to the calming sounds of the lightly cascading reflecting pools. Walls of glass allow for every seat, indoor and outdoor, to present the best views. Begin walking the path closest to the cafe with your back to the center. Take the first right turn. Two rows of green bark trees and golden barrel cactus should be on your right, and you'll be heading towards the photovoltaic solar field. The green bark trees on your right are a type of Parkinsonia called Palobrea. The bark is lighter green than the deeper Palo Verde that circle the garden lawn. The leaves on the Palobrea are also more closely set than the Palo Verde. Starting in early spring, the Palobrea begin to bloom. They are followed by the Palo Verde, and peak bloom arrives in April when both their canopies are filled with yellow blossoms. The path you're walking on is called Lithocrete. The Center in Gardens is a LEED Gold site. LEED stands for Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design and is a sustainability rating system developed by the U.S. Green Building Council. Environmental considerations were used during the building process, and that included the selection of lithocrete as the hardscape surface. Its many attributes include its on-site application with pre- and post-industrial recycled materials, its porous surface allowing runoff water to be controlled, and its high solar reflective index, or SRI rating. A high reflective index rating means that it does not absorb heat like asphalt, helping to keep the gardens cooler. The black ground cover in the beds nearest the center is called scoria. This is a ground igneous rock that erupts from volcanic cinder cones. Unlike the lithocrete, this does not have a high SRI rating, so it is used selectively to offer a focal point to break up the lighter surfaces. It is also paired with cactus and other heat-tolerant species, or placed under trees which filter the sun's heat. The two mixed cactus beds at the end of the path combine a variety of columnar cactus species that are only in these beds. These include the largest columnar cactus in the far bed, the Baja Saguaro, or Cardone. This is the largest in the collection. Organ pipe cactus, in the bed closest to the water feature, can be identified by its red crown of spines that turn gray with age down the sides of the cactus, and its dark green flesh. The list of cactus and other garden species is available on our website or on our garden flip guide that can be requested for on-site plant exploration. When you arrive at the end of the path, you will see a line of 864 solar panels raised above the ground. This is our photovoltaic field and helps meet our energy needs at the center. It's one of several sustainability systems. 
From here, you can also see the engineered wetlands built as part of our administrative campus. This system comes online in the 2017-18 season and will handle the recycling of water used in the new administrative campus. Walk back towards the Great Lawn, where another system, our geothermal system, is hidden in 96 wells that reach down almost 400 feet below ground. This system regulates temperatures in the center. Nearly half of the solar energy our planet receives is captured below its surface, keeping the Earth at a moderate and constant temperature. If you have ever walked into a cave or cavern, you experience this when you feel the cooler temperatures as you get deeper into the cave. Unlike this constant inner Earth temperature, the air temperatures at the surface can fluctuate dramatically in different seasons, getting hotter than the Earth in summer and colder in winter. Geothermal systems use liquid-filled tubes in a closed-loop system that move through the Earth and act as a heat exchange. At Sunnylands, our biggest challenge is when temperatures rise significantly above the Earth's constant temperature range. We can use the Earth's cooler range to cool the building. The metal registers on the floor of the center are one of the only visual signs that this underground system is working to keep visitors comfortable in the center. Now walk to the water feature that is furthest from the solar field. If you are facing the center, the water feature will be to the right. These pools were added to the gardens to serve as additional art features, to provide the cooling sound of moving water, and to offer water to wildlife attracted to the gardens. They work like an infinity pool. The water enters along the center line through the Mexican River rock lining the bottom. From there, water flows up and to the edges where it cascades down the outside of the feature into the subterranean catch basin. Then it's recycled back through the water feature again. Because this design doesn't have above-surface splashing like traditional fountains, it has a lower evaporation rate, reducing water loss. It's visited by wildlife ranging from coyotes and cooper's hawks to ducks and dragonflies. Visitors are able to enjoy the soothing sounds, and because the surface is smooth, it acts as a mirror, reflecting the gardens around it. One of the most popular photo opportunities is to stand at the narrow side closest to the center entrance and look down the length of the reflecting pool at the specimen beds on the far end. A mirror image of columnar cactus will be reflected in the water's surface. There are several angles from which to capture unique photos as the surface reflects the sky and the gardens around it. Walk to the wooden bench that sits on the pathway beyond the reflecting pool. This bench is a replica of one gifted in 2013 to President Xi Jinping of the People's Republic of China from President Barack Obama during the first President-U.S.-China summit held at Sunnylands. Part of the Annenberg legacy and the Trust's continuing mission as it moves into the future is the convening of meetings on important world topics. Sunnylands brings together leaders and experts into an environment that encourages open dialogue and communication to address some of the world's most pressing challenges. In this way, the Trust is taking the Annenberg legacy into the future. This concludes the West Terrace Audio Walk. If you'd like to take another audio walk, please return to the website and make your next selection.